Last year, we launched our course, The Data-Driven Classroom, and had hundreds of educators and clinicians take this course with consistently amazing feedback. I heard from so many teachers how this course really changed the way they approach data, how they were able to set up simple data systems, train their paras, and be collecting data to make data-based decisions within days of finishing the course. That feedback made me so happy. Now that course has been closed and unavailable since last year, but guess what? We are reopening the course, the data-based classroom, and I want you to be one of the first ones in. If data is something you have been struggling with for years, let's work on this together. Let me give you all of the tools to make this something that can consistently happen in your classroom. And guess what? Since you are a podcast listener, and I absolutely love my podcast listeners, I have an awesome code for you. When you use the code DATA100, you're going to get $100 off of the course bundle. Now, this code is only going to be usable until March 20th. So you only have one week to use this code, but Data 100 will get you $100 off of that course bundle. So that means for less than $200, you are getting the amazing data toolkit with literally hundreds of data sheets, all editable. And don't worry, I teach you how to edit it. And that entire data-driven course that touches on academic data, behavior data, staff training, and so much more. There's a link in the show notes with all of the information. Let's make this year the year that data really works. Hi, I'm Sasha Long, special ed teacher and board certified behavior analyst. Welcome to the Autism Helper Podcast. I'm here to explore different strategies to improve the lives of individuals with autism. We are back at the Autism Helper podcast with our summer series on hot takes. I am sharing my unexpected or maybe unpopular opinions this summer. And I want to get the discussion going. If you want to chat about any of these, head over to Instagram or TikTok. And we are talking about all of the hot takes over there. Now, today's hot take you might not like. And I get it. I really do. But I want you to take a minute, especially here in the summer, and think about the why behind this. So my hot take today is do not complain about your students in the teacher's lounge. Now, if you are one of the lucky few that has a lunch break, I know some of you are like teacher's lounge. What's the teacher's lounge, Sasha? I haven't had a lunch break in years. I get it. That's not right, but I get it. But if you are one of those lucky few that has the lunch break and you deserve it, you should take your lunch break 1000% in the lunchroom, in the teacher's lounge resist the urge to spend your entire eight minute break or whatever you get complaining about your students and when I say I get it I know how natural the urge is to vent right you've had a hard morning you're tired you want to share maybe you're looking for you know someone to commiserate with you maybe you're looking even for feedback like what would you do But let's think about it from the perspective of those that are sitting in the teacher's lounge, right? So if those sitting in the teacher's lounge, your colleagues, grade level teachers, clinicians, administrators, whoever's there, are hearing every day how hard your students are, 
how challenging their their behaviors are, how extreme their behaviors are, what happened, oh my gosh, this and that. You know, people that work in the gen ed, the gen ed teachers, are not typically dealing with things like aggression or self-injury or property destruction or eloping on a regular basis like maybe you are. So when you talk about those things frequently, people are like, wow, oh my gosh, that's happening again and again and again. When you are continuing to talk about that, everyone in that room is developing an opinion about your students and about your classroom. And that opinion is impacted by that complaining that you're doing, that venting, right? That opinion that they now have about your room and your students will impact decisions they make. So if the third grade teacher every day or frequently is hearing you vent about your classroom and hearing about challenging behaviors and weeks later the third grade teacher is planning a field trip for the entire grade to the zoo and someone says hey shouldn't we invite room 306 there's some third graders in room 306 the self-contained classroom that teacher's gonna be like oh you know what no the zoo's gonna be much too challenging for them because they have very extreme behaviors Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Her opinion has now impacted your students' opportunities for inclusion. You as the special ed teacher or the paraprofessional or clinician, you are your classroom's publicist. And you have to spread good PR because there is a lot of bad press about your kids and you don't have to contribute to it. Everyone hears screaming. Everyone sees the meltdown in the playground. Everyone knows that there are challenges that your students face. You have to counteract that with all the good PR. You have to talk about the great stuff your kids can do. The amazing things that skills that they have on a regular basis. I've shared this story here before, but especially as a young teacher, my first few years teaching, I was a new self-contained classroom on the floor I was on. The floor I was on had not had a special ed class on that floor before. And I swear to you, everyone thought all I did was like potty training and Play-Doh all day. Like you play and you toilet train and that's it. And I made it my mission to make sure that everyone knew what great skills my kids had. Because no one was taking the time to notice. So I was going to like, no, you're going to know. And people probably thought I was weird and I did not care. People would be like, hey, good morning, Sasha. And I was like, oh, good morning. I'm just grading a spelling test because my kids can spell. They're like, all right, cool. I didn't ask you. I'm like, I don't care. I was posting work in the hallway. I was talking to people at the photocopier, showing what I'm photocopying. Look, we're working on colors, working on patterns, right? Because you may see that hard stuff happen. And it's hard to ignore that, right? If you see a meltdown in the playground, that's going to impact your context about the classroom. But we want to contribute to the positive press too. Share those positive stories. When we vent in the teacher's lounge, it first of all is not productive. You don't like leave that lunch break feeling refreshed, re-energized because you've just spent it focusing on the negative things. But also you've now kind of pushed this narrative that is not something you intend to be pushing. And you are contributing to negative 
you know, preconceived notions about our students. And that's going to infect, that's going to really affect inclusion. And we have to fight and advocate hard for inclusive opportunities for our students, for things like class parties and field trips and pep rallies and assemblies. Oh man, we've sometimes got to fight to the nail to be included in those things, right? So don't make it harder on yourself by adding that venting piece in. Now I know the venting probably makes you feel better. I, I totally get that. Go home, vent to your roommate, vent to your spouse, vent to your kid or your parent, whatever you got to do. You can DM me on Instagram. You can vent to me if you want. Totally happy to take on your venting. But don't vent in the teacher's lounge because I know that's not the narrative you want to push and you want to share. So make sure that you're really thinking about and considering the narrative that you're sharing. Thanks for listening to the Autism Helper podcast. If you liked what you heard and want to hear more, hit subscribe. It would mean a lot to me if you left some feedback. Whether I'm working one-on-one with a student, doing a podcast like this one, or presenting for a PD, my goal is always to provide as much value as I can. So your feedback really helps me make sure I'm doing just that. If you have other topics you'd like me to cover, leave in the feedback or message me on social media. You can follow me at The Autism Helper on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest, or visit my website, theautismhelper.com. Thanks again for listening. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.